<laughs> Damn Skippy. Hey everyone, Shnan from Cascadia Pod here, just reminding you that we are not sponsored by or affiliated with anybody mentioned in today's review. If anybody ever is a sponsor, we will of course tell you up front, as well as we always give 100% honest reviews, no matter if someone is a sponsor or not. Thank you guys so much, and enjoy! Welcome back. We are here to talk to you guys about the black tapes. Yay. Yay. This is season two, episode nine, and let's go ahead and jump right into it. This episode was a bit everywhere. They're trying to catch up with everything. And since they were trying to catch up and they've have so many story things going on, it was a little scattered. Yep. This episode, they really tried to touch base on all the different characters we've met throughout the first and second season. Who else was confused? Yeah. They were throwing out names I'd never heard before, and I was like, wait, or names that I'd forgotten. Yeah, it took a little while. Once mm-hmm. I got the context, like Sammy, who the heck is Sammy? Oh, Sammy that, that was that chick, that uh, hacker chick. Oh. See, that's, that's yeah. how that was. But I mean, it wasn't bad. I really enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. It was fun to listen to. It was a good scattered episode. It kept you listening because you would hear something and you would go back going, wait, what? And so you would actually actively listen. They've been listening to me too much when I say I don't listen completely, I guess. <laughs> I, I swear they listen to us. They've got to be listening to us. Because every time we complain, I was going to say bad words. Every time we complain, it seems like they sort of fix it. They change it up a little. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the masses are just with us. And they're like, hey, black tapes, different advertisers. We're cool with advertisers, just different advertisers. You know, that kind of thing. Or the break it up advertisers. Because I swear, we did that one where we're like, everything is at once. And then the next episode... Yeah, everything's broken up, and I mean, this one, they repeated the Bombus, but it was two different Bombus ads. Mm -hmm. It was one short one, one long one. It was great, and then we had a different advertiser. Oh, I really liked how they tied the college one, the education ad. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cool. She was talking about how... You can learn sacred geometry. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's super smart. Are you going to learn some sacred geometry, Anna? No. I know you love math so Uh, much. Yeah, math can... (laughs) <laughs> now that we've pretty much just talked about the ads again for three <laughs> minutes and what we thought. This one, there's a lot of different things, so we will try to not be jumping around too. The first thing was they were talking about the Fox sisters and seances and split foot and things like that. And I listened to it and I just listened to Lore. Lore was like three days before. And they talk about the Fox sisters. Are you guys, like, coordinating this? Because I've noticed lately they're almost exactly the same. It's like those movies that come out that are almost exactly the same at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. And I thought it was almost, to me, like a mini lore shout-out. I know it technically wasn't. But if you listen to lore and you listen to the black tapes, you know they coincide. And I still think you guys could definitely pull in Aaron Mankey just for, like, 20 seconds and he could be some kind of specialist because he's a specialist he's a specialist on folklore that would be perfect hey you guys you know 
if you can nail him down because he's always doing stuff I've noticed and then we talk about the Fox sisters so if you want to know more about them listen to the most recent lore episode he'll give you a full rundown and then they talk about Mr. Splitfoot. That would be the devil, guys. Yeah, I just thought that was a great way to refer to him. Something different. Yeah, something really different. Mm-hmm. And I like Strand. Strand was very cooperative this episode. Mm-hmm. He was super nice. No Strandrums. I mean, it's weird, because that was yeah. what... He should be in a Strandrum right now. Yeah. But also, Alex was touching on other things, so she wasn't really pushing. That's true. As soon as she pushes for the, the boy in the river... That's when we're going to get a Strandstrom. She didn't ask him about it. She just knows. Yeah. And. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of cool. So he jumped in and he was giving us a little piece about it and mm -hmm. what he knows. And He was much more comfortable this episode because it wasn't, there are demons. It was, hey, what do you think, Dr. Strand? What's going on there? And then we get into the tape and that it has to be from the 90s or later because... And this is the tape that we listened to in the last episode. In the last episode from the mental institution. Mm -hmm. Because they called it, what was it, split personalities? Yeah. And it was dissociative disorder before, or vice versa, whatever. I think it was vice versa. That's what it was. It was dissociative. dissociative. And then before it was split personalities. That means that it can't be Strand's dad. It could be Strand's brother, I guess. His long lost brother. Somebody we've never heard of before. Hey, Throw I mean, wrench. that's strange. Or it could be Coralie's brother. Or her we never... dad. No. No, because be her dad. Young, yeah. yeah, her dad we already talked to. That's right. And he's, yeah. He's sane. He's the sweet one of the family. We he's, like Coralie's dad. He's the rational one out of the family. Yeah. She's been gone for this long. She's just gone or she would have talked to us and so on and so forth. He's just rational. We know that the Mental Institute guy is not Strand's dad. And that's about all really we got from him other than the tapes are from the 90s and we can't nail him down. Then we go straight into the boy in the river and he died in 1976, (laughs) which means that Cheryl had said Strand was a kid. Yep. Right? And that means that Strand would have been born around probably the late 1960s, early 1970s to be about the same age as the boy because he was eight. When he passed away? Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah. That would mean he is not very old, which if you are a shipper for Alex and Strand, it makes it a little less awkward because that just means he's in his late 40s. The gas station attendant was the weirdo. He was the one that killed the little boy. Yeah. Who was she speaking to? The woman? She was, she, she lived in the neighborhood or? She was a sheriff now and she lived there her whole life. Yeah. She kind of gave us an insight on the boy disappeared for eight days. And then some other kid, Lawrence, or whatever his name was, found him. That kind of changed the whole view of the city Mm -hmm. and, like, the town. It went from a town that you didn't have to lock your doors to a town that you couldn't go out without asking mom and dad. And a tragedy hits a city that normally people feel safe, and it's like somebody breaking into your house. Yep. And the gas station guy, I kind of feel like he may not have been the murderer. Oh, either he was part of the geometry club. And that's why he did it, or he's not the murderer, no. He's just nuts. Because, yeah, the reason that they locked him away was because he's crazy, is pretty much what she said. Mm-hmm. Alex was like, well, wait, what, what, why was he actually accused? <laughs> that can't be the whole thing, he's crazy. Nope, nope, small town, he's crazy. He's that's crazy. It. Yep, lock him that's up. It. That leads me to believe that either he was not even any near related to the murder, 
or he secretly is Geometry Club too. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't be though, because he also murdered that man and other woman or whatever they said. Yeah. And they knew that he did that, so I feel like he was set up for this or something. They could have. They could have yeah. definitely set him up and then just told him, you know, they take care of his family or, you know, something. something. Geometry Club has far-reaching fingers. That's right. And then we get into the Pylori. I tried to Google the Pylori. I really couldn't find anything. Pylori were the Watchers. He goes into that. The Pylori Rumpelstiltskin is one of them. Yeah, I really enjoyed this piece of Strand talking about it. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd hear Strand say words like pixie or Rumpelstiltskin or fairy. fairy. It was just really interesting to hear him talk about this folklore and this fantasy. And he wasn't condescending about it. That was the thing. He could maybe say pixie, but he'd be like, pixie right yeah he would make it sound like whoever came up with these ideas are freaking ridiculous because this isn't true but no he he was straight up yeah rumpelstiltskin and people believed this about him and it was a lie and Mm -hmm. oh it was just super it was super fun yeah and i totally think rumpelstiltskin's one of the demon army because you call him by symbols Mm -hmm. and that's how you control him i.e geometry It's I love a it. circle of crazy. <laughs> That's totally what it is. Podcast has kind of taken a twist from a person-related thing to now some folklore. Possibly. It's it's a bullseye. It's yeah. completely what it is. Strand is the middle of the bullseye, and we just keep getting or a labyrinth. We keep getting circles and mazes out of him. Some of them are dead ends, but most of them lead to another corridor. We are totally and completely in the Strand labyrinth right now. And his dad is, he, his dad's either got to be part of the geometry club or anti-geometry club because his dad was so obsessed and they talk about. I feel like he might be anti. Yeah, he was, he was actually someone that was trying to stop them maybe mm-hmm. he knew what was happening and maybe he knew who killed that little boy and that's why he took such an interest in strand because remember his sister was saying mm-hmm. uh when strand was like nine my dad really started taking interest into him and wanting to learn all the stuff mm-hmm. and that could have been around right after the murder makes sense because his dad they keep trying to build him up to someone we dislike mm-hmm. and then we find out that oh we've been been disliking the wrong person the whole time. Yeah. And he actually tried to help, but Strand got distant from him and was like, I'm done. And, ooh, I bet you he got distant from him because of Coralie. Coralie. the Geometry Club. Coralie is totally Geometry Club. That ring proves it. So what happened was he met Coralie and his dad's like, no, 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 no. Nope. You can't date this chick. I don't like her. I don't like her at all. And, of course, Strand's like, no, I love her. And he stays with her, and then slowly but surely, Coralie actually falls in love with him, too. And so she's still part of the Geometry Club. Do you think that maybe Coralie was sent to, like, Yeah, she was sent... Strand? Yeah, that's exactly what she was sent to do. She was sent to... I said this, like, the last theory. (laughs) It's like, she was sent by the Geometry Club to take Strand and bring him in, because Mm -hmm. he would be an expert. He would be. He... And she's... That's why she knows... Warren, the advocate, because that was the advocate's job, was to bring people in. Mm-hmm. And he used Coralie, and that would explain the tape and why she says, Warren, she thought she had gotten away, but she didn't, and he was there, and that's when she disappeared, Yep, because she didn't want Strand to be involved anymore, or Charlie, because they were both there. Yeah, and they were both there. Aww. Ta-da! Okay, we've solved it all. Now you can finish this one, and we can start another ghost story, right? <laughs> We got this all figured out. 
Oh, yeah, and so how we know Coralie's in the Geometry Club is that ring. Yeah, that That's, magical, mystical yeah. ring. And it's so funny because Strand looks back and, like, you could hear it in his voice. He's like, she wore a ring. He was just realizing. When he saw it. Yeah. The cult of whatever that is. Yeah. I thought that was a kind of cool moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, Strand. He's <laughs> putting pieces together, too, and he wasn't angry about it. No, he, it awesome. well, she told him in the last one when she said, don't worry about mm-hmm. me, go, they know, or whatever, that one... And he was like, blah, 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 blah. Well, he said she can take care of herself. Yeah. Obviously, she can take care of herself. I think he had some inkling then that there was more going on with her backstory and that he didn't... He probably thought, I don't know my, as much about her as I thought I did. And then we got that Bombus, the Bombus ad, and she says, Bombus are the bomb. And Nick's like, mm, let's try something different. I just thought, hashtag 90 kids. <laughs> da bomb, yo. Da bomb. <laughs> All right, and let's go back into the actual podcast. Then the Sammy part where Sammy's missing, and she had sent a fax yeah. to them and said, if I go missing, blah, 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 this information's really important. Please show this information. Or- yeah, share it. Mm-hmm. I want people to know. And she's missing. They can't find her. But it's not like she made herself easy to find either. Send me a letter on a certain place, on a certain day, in a certain crosswalk in Portland, Maine. I mean, yeah, she made contact after the fact, but, you know. Still, she's a hacker. She tough. Uh-huh. And then Dave Cart has been doing paranormal investigations now. And then the weird suspense, and then that was the Bombas ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she talks about the Bombas socks. And what did you think about that little break? Did you think that you felt suspense because she's like, the Deva Corp have been doing paranormal investigations. And then it was like, Dum. and then, Bomba socks are de bomb. <laughs> I think that's definitely what they were going for, but I was just like, interesting. Yeah, it just, it was the a build really good wasn't attempt. there. Yeah. yeah, we're getting better, but the build wasn't there, Alex. I mean, if she would have said maybe something a little bit further into it, other than they're just investigating paranormal stuff, that's great. Cool. We already knew they're on the they're on the take. Whatever. And then Amalia um, is back in Russia. Yep. And she emailed a file about a guy. It took me a minute. I didn't realize she was talking about suicide. That somebody had killed himself. Yeah, me neither. Until she until she said, "Have you gotten the picture?" And I I actually re-listened to the section twice. Mm-hmm. I just stopped it and went back because I thought maybe they were talking about suicide. But I wasn't 100% sure until I listened to it again. And then we found out that the man is most likely Keith. Yep. Keith Dabbage. He'd be dead. Yep. That sound. He obviously didn't find the reversal. No, I'm joking. No, I think it's that the he was sneaking around the monks. Oh, yeah, because Edward Lewis killed or committed suicide. All right, so the monks killed Keith. I think they found that he was sneaking around because later they talk about Edward Lewis Mm-hmm. and how Simon most likely did that. I don't think this was Simon. I think this was Keith on Simon's side, and the monks found him. Because we asked the Percival Black, and he said he didn't have any apprentices. Yep. And he had no reason to lie about that. Totally, Keith was trying to be sneaky sneaky, and I bet you Alex tipped him off because she was like, hey, do you know Keith Davidge? He's supposed to be your whatever. And then the monks were like, we notice him all the time. So He shouldn't be here. Right? And there's a really high Slavic population here and in Seattle, so I wouldn't be surprised if Keith Dabbage was, like, fluent in Russian or... Right, yeah. 
Bavarian or whatever they are. No offense, man. No offense, man. Edward Lewis committed suicide. Right. Totally committed suicide. Hmm. I love how even they were like, no, just no, just no. They watched the tape. Oh, yeah, that 30 seconds. Well, it wasn't even 30 seconds. It was technically a second on the tape. Oh, was it just one second? I remember it was really quick. Yeah, it was one or even like a millisecond. It wasn't a full anything. And Alex said, no, there's only like a second missing. And Nick and Strand both were thinking, "Mm, no. And of course, then there was a sacred geometry in the room too. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were calling Alex because of the sacred geometry. Oh yeah, because the cops saw all the sacred geometry. Symbols. Their precincts also listen to Oh them. yes! And it's always that they listen to your show. I'm like, that's yes, her show is so popular. Yeah. Really? It couldn't be because it's in the same area that Sebastian went missing and the previous cops already knew about it. No. Previous cops met Alex. No, no. No, no. We listen. We listen. It's not that we heard his Edward Lewis's tape or anything talking about it. Good grief. It was pretty funny. I thought that it was the Geometry Club at first that was actually cutting loose ends Mm -hmm. because they had got rid of Maddie. Now they're getting rid of Edward Lewis. And they were trying to get rid of Keith. So I thought that they it was the Geometry Club. Until later, they brought up that it could be Simon, since Simon's missing. Oh, yeah, Simon's missing. That was like the first thing in the podcast. Simon Reese is missing. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Intern got a shout out. Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah, they did. Yay for the intern. I love the intern. That's the second shout out they've gotten. Yeah, well, she actually got to be on it this time, though. Uh-huh. But I was really happy about getting to listen to the intern for a hot second. And then the brothers were also dead. Again, I thought loose ends. And then we find out, it's Simon. He's back. <laughs> How did Alex know to reply to, to call that particular number? Because she said she'd been getting a lot of text messages and a lot of emails. I thought the same thing. Because like, he asked her, he's like, well, what kind of calls are you getting? Or texts are so you getting? getting? And she's like, all of them. Yeah. Like, How do all you know? Things. How do you, like, do you have them saved in your book? Is this is crazy guy one? This is crazy guy B? This is crazy guy? Well, that and I was a person that is detail-oriented. Give us the detail why you just happen to know. Mm -hmm. Strand knew it was her because of the poem quote that Coralie had used, even though it was a computerized voice. He can tell. Yeah. How did she know it was Simon? I would assume it was probably something he said about weird stuff, but she should have elaborated. Yeah. Because I just thought, how the frick did she know? How? How did she know? He admitted, yep, I'm just killing all the peoples. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did Maddie, too. He's like, I'm just going to get all the people. Thomas Warren, he's working on a machine. Simon says, you need to find Warren and you need to find the machine. Oh, yeah. Once you do that, you can stop it. And I didn't get, I didn't understand really what he was talking about at that point. I was like, okay, okay. I bet you. Gotta find that advocate. Yeah, (laughs) it's probably either a music machine that's going to magically pull, like, a whole army out. Or it's some kind of special sacred geometry machine That'll do it in, like, rapid succession mm. so that it'll bring up the whole army faster. Use technology to your uh, yeah. to your advantage. And then we got the email with the weird sound. Oh, and then the Hathor. I put he was Simon's beta test because he was the pre-Simon Simon. Yes. And he apparently went cuckoo cadoo. Exactly like Simon. Except for Simon's got a grip, man. He. I don't know if he's... He may just be a psycho killer, Keska say. You think so? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. I feel like he. He's one of those people. Learned to tone, like. Well, bring he's. Bringing in. 
Is he I'm the crazy? Is he a crazy person killing other crazy people? Is he actually doing good? Or is he doing this for his own good? That's the whole thing is I get where like the beginning you disliked Simon. He was creepy. And now we're sort of moving into we sort of like Simon. We think he may actually be an anti-hero. He is in some ways the Deadpool. I feel of, like he definitely does everything for himself. Oh yeah, he is Simon definitely is super self. He's looking for Francis and he'll kill anybody He's in his gonna way. get Francis. That's man. exactly what's going on right now. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. find Francis. Probably I Warren. I think I wanna say with my relationship with Simon, I didn't hate him at first. I felt sorry for him. You were creeped out by Simon too. You the first go yeah, back. I mean, yeah, go he was back a little, and listen, Anna. Creepy, but I felt sorry for him. Here he is. They locked him up. His parents were murdered. They think he did it. They don't know if he did it. And then he's all astro projects and he harasses this guy. Yeah, he was really creepy. But the same, I don't know. I didn't feel like I hated him. I just felt like. No, I never said we hated him. He was just poor creepy. Guys, poor guy. Poor creepy kid. Yeah, he grew up with no parents, guys. He would scare I you, Anna. Batman is a pretty creepy guy, too. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't compare him to Batman. <laughs> He's like Batman with powers. <laughs> okay. That was that whole episode. All in all, like we said, we liked it. It was yeah. good. It had interesting details. It kept you actively listening. At least kept me actively listening, which is a... Hard feat to do, because I am total ADD kid. This one was a good build. The end made me very excited for next episode. Yeah. Which sort of sucks, because I think the next one, or the one... I think they only... Don't they only do, like, 12? We're close to 12, the end. yeah. We're close to the end. And okay. it, we're gonna get a Game of Thrones thing. I know it. Oh my gosh. <sighs> We're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. Are we thinking we're going to lose someone important? Oh, we already lost Keith. Man, I didn't have an attachment to Keith. Keith was sort of in there and then out of there and then in there. I was thinking more like an Amalia or... I don't think Amalia. There's too much with Amalia. Maybe Charlie. got a killer. No, Charlie. Oh, but I feel like we haven't Charlie's been missing forever. Yeah. But that's the thing. We haven't gotten so much of Charlie that we... We want her to, to live, but at the same time, we've got enough of Charlie that we know if something happens to Charlie, Strand is gonna... Flip. Gone. He's gone. He's gonna flip. Yeah. That's Honest Theory. Yay! Look at me go, guys. All episode. Woo! Because this time they covered so much. Right? Really, and they gave you more to think it's about. It's more of a picture now and not mm -hmm. just a... Yeah. It's definitely coming into focus. Hopefully by the end of this season, we'll get a little bit of closure someplace. Because the end of last season, it was just like, okay, bye. Yeah. See ya. We'll see you in uh, whenever we show up. That's it for us. And of course, if you want to find us on all the social medias, they're at Cascadia Pod. Or you can just go to our website, which is CascadiaPod.squarespace.com. And all the things are there. And we'll be talking about things most likely our next episode will not be as fluffy as they normally are. We're actually going to be talking about something that's going on in our lives and why we haven't had so many podcasts. Yeah, so that'll be serious. Sorry. We'll be back to jokey. We'll probably still joke in it. Whatever. We'll be weird. Us be serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget, watch, watch out, out for Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bye.